Welcome to episode one of Overheard in the Gym. My name's Stuart, I'm a personal trainer and online fitness coach, and this show is all about the fitness myths and fad diets that we hear about every day in the gym. You know the stuff I mean, the dubious fitness advice, the fad diets, Dennis in the corner complaining that he's only eaten rice cakes for a week and still hasn't lost any weight. Well, I got really bored of hearing this day in, day out in the gym, so I thought I'd try and put my expertise to uh, good use, start this podcast, and give you some fitness advice that you can actually follow that might actually see some results. So a couple of weeks ago, to kick things off, I put out a message on my social media asking people to get in touch with things that they've overheard in the gym. Stuff that they've heard and just thought, nah, doesn't sound quite right, um, or something that we could try and address and uh, set the record straight. And surprisingly, a few people did get in touch. Granted, most of these people were my clients, all generally moaning about stuff that I say during our sessions, so thanks for joining in, guys. But a couple of you actually got in touch with some great quotes of things they've overheard in the gym, so let's get started. In this episode, we're going to look at something that I overheard in the gym, uh, something that I think applies to an awful lot of people, um, particularly those trying to lose weight fast, trying to get in shape fast, uh, but not really having much luck and jumping from one thing to another, uh, that kind of yo-yo dieting, fad dieting uh, cycle that uh, we see so often, especially now as it's summer, everyone's getting ready to go away and they want to look really good and feel body confident, so they'll jump on the first thing that promises to lose four pounds in two days or three kilos in two days um, that just generally isn't sustainable, really isn't helpful and probably isn't going to get you anywhere near the results that you're really hoping for. So this is a quote uh, from someone who is doing exactly that, getting ready to go away, wants to look really, really good, uh, but maybe isn't following quite the advice that I'd uh, like to see them follow. Um, and what they said was, oh, do you know what? I'm feeling all right, actually. I'm on a no meat, low carb diet. It's day three and so far so good. Sorry, do you just want to say that again? A no meat, low carb diet. Brilliant. So what are you actually eating? Because to me, that pretty much sounds like you're going to be stuck with avocados, olive oil, and maybe some nuts. And that certainly doesn't sound like anything that's going to be sustainable for more than, well, three days probably. And that probably is the first point to make with any sort of fad diet or restrictive diet. How long are you actually going to be able to keep up that style of dieting while also seeing results? The issue with anything where you're restricting your intake or you're taking out an awful lot of what you would generally be used to eating is that it is exactly that. It's very restrictive, which means it's very boring and very hard to maintain long term. And the harder something is to maintain long term, the less likely you are to stick to it, the less likely you are to see results. And the chances are that once you finish that particular diet, your weight's just going to rebound again because you'll be craving all the things that you've been missing out for over the past couple of weeks. Now, annoyingly, this type of diet will probably actually result in some pretty quick weight loss purely because of the restricted calories that you're taking in. And that's kind of frustrating from a coaching point of view because people will automatically assume that this style of dieting where it's restricted and you're only eating a couple of things and you're not really enjoying it is the way to go if you want to lose weight. But what we're also likely to see with this style of diet is a diet bounce or a weight rebound as you come to the end of it. Because you're not going to be able to sustain it for a very long period of time and because you're going to be so desperate for all the other foods that you used to eat before going on this heavily restricted diet, 
the first thing you're gonna to want to do as soon as you finish that diet is just grab everything that you've been desperate for. And the chances are you'll then massively go over your calorie intake, you'll see a lot of weight gain straight away, and you'll just think, well, there we go, what a complete waste of a week that was. And that's something that you see really often with people who take cheat days or cheat weekends um, or have a weekend binge. They're kind of celebrating the fact that they've managed a whole week of eating clean or eating well um, and then completely destroy all their progress um, simply by going a little bit over the top, thinking they can get away with having a bit more food and piling on the calories, piling on the pounds over a couple of days, losing all the benefits and all the weight that they've uh, supposedly lost, taking them back to square one and starting that cycle all over again. So we're already off to a good start. We're already looking at that cycle of fad dieting, uh, restrictive eating, and generally not being in a great place. But one of the things that I try and teach as a coach is that ultimately, if we wanna be feeling good, then we need to be fueling our body properly. And that generally means eating proper food, before we start worrying about taking extra supplements to try and increase our intake of any particular macro or micronutrients. So when we look at a restrictive diet, such as the no meat, low carb diet, um, or really any type of diet that takes out a whole food group, the chances are you're gonna be missing out on uh, really important nutrients, really important uh, macro and micronutrients as well, uh, particularly different sorts of vitamins, proteins, fats, carbs, all the things that your body actually needs every single day to do the things that you need your body to do. And if it's not able to do all the things that you need it to do day in, day out, then you're probably gonna actually feel worse, which is completely against the whole point of going on the diet in the first place. And what I tend to feel really sad about is that these people who are on these type of diets are uh, missing out on food that they really need they're not really having a great time, but they think that their suffering somehow is the right route to take to get to where they need to be. And I don't think that you should be struggling with lack of proper food, lack of vitamins, lack of minerals, because you want to lose a little bit of weight. Surely it will be far better to eat proper food, eat fruit, eat vegetables, get some decent lean meats onto your plate, and enjoy the food that you're eating, even if you are in a calorie deficit and trying to lose weight. Now the likelihood is that uh, the person on a particular diet is also likely to be increasing or starting a training routine as well because they want to increase their energy output. They understand that if they're more active, they'll burn more calories, which means they're gonna lose weight faster and will get to their goal a little bit quicker. And that, for the most part, again, is probably true. So if we're doing more exercise, we're burning more calories, which means we're increasing our calorie deficit, assuming we're eating less calories than we need day in, day out, which in the long run is gonna mean more weight loss. The problem we see though, is as people incredibly reduce their calorie intake, their body becomes less and less effective at training because they've got less energy to use. And if we're not training as effectively, we're not being as active, which means we're burning actually less calories and seeing less weight loss as a result. In fact, what we might see happen is your weight start to increase, which is completely bonkers, considering we're supposed to be on a diet which is restrictive and low in calories and lead to a really quick, rapid uh, fat loss. And this is probably on the back of people generally being absolutely rubbish at estimating what they're actually eating, 
particularly how much of something they're eating and how that fits into their overall intake. So while a lot of people use apps such as MyFitnessPal to track and log their intake gram by gram, food by food, day in, day out, a uh, bit like someone really boring like me, Others will tend to kind of just take a bit of a guess at it, take a stab in the dark, go, yeah, that's maybe a portion, uh, look at the label on the back of a packet and think, mm, yeah, that's about right when the label refers to three portions and you just eat it all at once. And what we tend to see in people who aren't tracking but are eating what they perceive to be a healthy diet or eating healthy foods is that they'll subconsciously eat more. So they'll allow themselves to have an extra portion or a slightly bigger portion or they'll go and snack on something that they wouldn't normally snack on because the perceived health aspect of that food outweighs the calorie or caloric um, intake or effect of that particular food. Now that's great, we should all be eating more healthier foods, but what is a healthy food? A healthy food can be anything. Most foods in moderation aren't gonna do you any harm. It's only when we really start eating them in excess that we can see real issues, and that's true of fruit as it is about chocolate. But what might happen is that as we're allowing ourselves to eat slightly more of these healthier foods and not tracking their total calorie uh, intake or not tracking the total amount of food that they're eating is that they may well be going over their daily calorie target or their daily calorie needs. And if we're going over those daily calorie needs, then it's more than likely that even with some additional exercise, we might actually plateau, so not lose any weight at all, or gain weight because we're eating more than we really need. So despite that food being healthy, it's actually leading to an increase in weight which means that we're gonna be more excessive in the rest of our uh, daily output to try and combat this and lose weight. Or we'll just look at it and say, well, that diet's completely failed. I better jump on to the next thing and start another cycle of dieting, restricting, and not really paying much attention to why or how or what we're eating and the effects that has day to day. So there we have it, the no meat, low carb diet, and why that or any other heavily restrictive diet might not actually be the way to go when we're trying to lose weight. We've learned that as a general rule, although you'll probably lose weight quite quickly initially, that's gonna stall and struggle after only a couple of days because the diet's going to be so hard to maintain for the majority of people. We've also learned that we're probably gonna be losing out on uh, essential vitamins and minerals and macronutrients that the body really needs to perform at its best capacity that we're not gonna be training as well when we're restricting the body of the things that it needs, and that potentially we might actually be eating more calories than we need because we're perceiving those foods or that diet to be healthier than the one that we were previously on, which is probably just eating like a normal person. So the message to take away from that really, guys, is that if you want to lose weight and you want to do it in a sustainable and constructive way, you're far better off eating proper, real, normal, whole foods that you've cooked and made yourself keeping an eye on your total calorie intake and making sure that that's a little less than what your body needs so that it starts using up some of those excess fat stores. And then we're doing general, normal, good exercise that's getting our heart rate up, that's getting us breathing a little bit quicker, that's getting us hot and sweaty, and that we can kind of really feel the effects of. So rather than bothering about restricting your diet, cutting everything out and just sticking to kale and pine nuts for food every day, just eat some proper food guys, get some good exercise, move a bit more, and you'll see the results far quicker. 
If you've enjoyed the podcast today, let me know, leave a review, rate it, share it, tell your friends. And if you've overheard anything stupid in the gym that you want to have a look at next time, drop me a message, let me know, and we'll see if it makes it into the next podcast. Until then, keep moving.